Brother Sal. Yes, sir. Heard you got a dope story, dog. I like to think so. Let's talk about it. Trevor, what, what the f*** you doing sitting here? I do what I want. Trevor? Yeah, I'm not going to do it. Yeah, you're right. All right, y'all, welcome back to the Morally and Intellectually Ingenuous, sometimes disingenuous podcast where we talk about morally and intellectually ingenuous, sometimes disingenuous things. Last week I had uh, my dear brother, my dear line brother, Avery on, and that was probably as as ratchet as it's going to get for a little while. Now, I can't necessarily say this episode won't get a little ratchet, but I can promise you (laughs) with every fiber of my being, this won't be as wild as the last one. So... This week, y'all, I'm doing something a little different. I got two people on with two dope stories, but we're going to do this is part one of a part two type of thing. So this time I got my boy Sal on, a.k.a. Salvester. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and unfortunately, I got the ugliest guy in the world sitting next to me. Uh, this dude, Trevor. Why you, why you got to be a hater, bro? <laughs> <laughs> you know, so I was talking to Trevor about this. Matter of fact, Trevor was one of the first people I talked to about doing this whole podcast, um, you know, and I told him eventually, you know, I want him to be on or whatever. And then, like, he had recommended uh, he talked about his boy, Sal, who, as long as I've known Trevor, you know, he's always spoke highly of Sal. And you know what I mean? I've only met Sal a couple of times, but me and Trevor have known each other for, for a decent amount of time, like what 10 years now uh, yeah. yeah 10 years 10 years yeah 10 years oh uh, yeah man long 10 years so <laughs> uh long 10 years so um you know i rec i i trusted him and his recommendation i knew he wouldn't bring, bring no stupid stuff on here so this time we're going to talk about sal's story first and then trevor's going to chime in on whatever he sees fit and the next time we're going to have trevor on or whatever, and he's going to talk about his story, then we're going to have Sal chime in. So. And I just fact-checked him the whole time and make sure he's not, like, lying. Perfect! <laughs> you ain't even really got to be there for real. <laughs> <laughs> he's going to be like, I was born. I'm like, uh-uh. Uh, uh, yeah, 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 man. Um, So we're going to do this part one first, and then next week, I'm going to have a friend of mine, a dear friend of mine on, and we're going to talk about that later, and then we'll do the part two after that. Um. So, yeah, man. So, what's up, Sal? Nothing much, man. Glad to be on with you. It's, hey, man. Uh, before we get started, what I got to do to dry that Porsche you got? <laughs> we we going to get all into it. We going to get all into bet, it. Bet, bet, Now, I heard through the grapevine, man, you got a <laughs> uh, dope story, man. Now, this is one of those rare situations where I got somebody on, and I really don't know you know what I mean, that this particular person's story. So um, I know Trevor, you know, he taught me. It sounds like, man, you kind of grew up in the same type of, we had the same type of background, like, you know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Come from a, fortunately, and, and and being blessed that we come from a background where like, you know, our parents is, you know, still love one another, still together, mm-hmm. uh, grew up in like, you know, just a, just a happy home, you know what I'm saying? So um, sounds like you're another brother who, didn't really take that for granted you know what i mean you kind of mm-hmm. use that um and uh use that to your I, I guess you would say your advantage yeah yeah um yeah that's that's the gist of it and 
before I go into it, I'll just say, like, even listening to um, the episode you sent me with your, with your one boy, um, you know, and I was listening and he's like, yeah, you know, he's from Southeast and. Oh, Brandon. Know, yeah. Yeah. And, you know, he, um, you know, I was talking about his relationship with his parents wasn't the best and everything. And I'm like, man, this guy like overcame all this stuff. How am I even going to follow that? And then I thought about <laughs> it. I'm like, I'm like, well, guys, like me and you, like you said, we, we, you know, just because we did come from more, I guess, privileged to an extent backgrounds, you know, it, that don't mean that everything's just spelled out and you know what's going on in in this world either. So, you know, hopefully my story can kind of like help some people figure it out. Who knows? So. Of course, man. There's a, I always say um, there's seven billion people out here, man. Somebody's going through the same thing you are. Exactly. You know I mean? So, exactly. you know, and um, this podcast, man, I got an email the other day that it's in the top 100 in its categories now. So that's major. It, How about man, that? Yeah. It's not even that tight for real. Bro. <laughs> <laughs> it's like top 100 out of 115. Shows. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Man, I got a five star review. Well, you only got two reviews. My you know what I mean? So, nah, man, it's uh, it's 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 touching somebody. You know what yeah, I mean? It's yeah, getting no, to somebody. Somebody. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So start from the top, man, if you don't yeah, mind. So now man, I got to say know. something important now. Jeez. Yeah, <laughs> no. Yeah, of course. But yeah, no, let's let's get into it. So from the beginning, um, basically, I uh, grew up, born and raised PG County, Maryland. Um, I grew up with both of my parents. I got three other siblings, so it's four of us in, in total, and I'm the, the second oldest. So... Um, yeah, let's see. We we grew up in Forestville. Um, if you're in PG County, you kind of know where Forestville is. So, um, you know, I, I kind of seen both sides of a, of a lot of stuff, because on the one hand, like you said, <clears throat> looking back now, I agree. My, my childhood was privileged. I had both both parents. You know, they still married to this day. They've been married 34, 35 years. Anything I wanted, I usually typically got, you know, but it's as I grew up, I realized that, oh, like, you know, my parents kind of was going through some stuff sometimes. I was just shielded from it. So, right, right. <laughs> you know, um, so I, I, I kind of get both sides of the, of the fence a little bit um, as far as like privileged and, and, you know, things being a little bit rough. But um, generally, things were good for me. Um, elementary, middle school, high school, I was always on a roll, like top of my class. Um, you know, high school, I graduated in the top 5% of my- Yeah, let me stop you right there. That's why our childhoods different. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? That's that's where I did. I, you know, I, uh, you know, a graduation day, you know, all the kids walking around with the sashes with all the medals and the buttons. <laughs> I ain't have shit. He's like, I'm glad to be in here. <laughs> <laughs> my mom, my parents passed her when I graduated college, right? Uh, I graduated uh, summa cum laude. Oh, no, magna cum laude. Um, wow. Which one's the middle one? See, it, it was one of them loaded <laughs> that I graduated, right? <laughs> so my past, my parents' pastor was just like, oh, you graduated such and such cum laude? I said, yeah. He goes, oh, I graduated. Thank the laude. <laughs> Thank the laude. And I had to think about it. I was like, what? You know what I mean? I like, oh, yeah, yeah. So right now that what I oh, what that past was to me, I'm being to you. Because right. I promise you, I didn't graduate in the top five percent of nothing. Now gotcha. maybe the, I definitely graduated in the top half. <laughs> 
<laughs> you know, history yeah. was one of my strong points, but all that got it. <laughs> nothing. So yeah, okay, okay. I knew there was a difference with the, between us, you know. True, true, true. Yeah. So and that's that's all going to be very interesting later on in the story. So of course, um, you know, um, like I said, top of the class, high school. I actually only applied to one college. I wanted to go to University of Maryland. I did the early admission and I was like, if I don't get in, I'll have time to do other applications. I got in, that was the only application I did. Um, I got into the business school from a, from a freshman. A lot of people, they're lucky if they ever get into the business school, I got in as a freshman. So things, I think one of my biggest issues earlier in life where that things kind of just were a little too easy for me. You know, I had like too easy of a road at some points. Right. And um, so <clears throat> the biggest part where like life started to like level me out and like, like bring me, bring me back down to earth is, you know, in college, I would say all day. I was vastly unprepared, <laughs> vastly yeah. unprepared. And that, that kind of like, um, to be honest, pissed me off a little bit about uh, PG County. Cause I'm like, how, how am I top 5% in one of the better public schools in this whole County? And I feel like I don't know anything compared to like some of these kids that's in here. So uh, that's another conversation for another day. <laughs> <laughs> right. Right. But uh, so basically I ended up um, to sort of skip to the end of of the the college story. Long story short, I ended up getting kicked out of University of Maryland because of academic probation. My grades were terrible, and <laughs> you know, <laughs> I um, now I get that there's other factors that kind of went into that because initially I would you know, I'm still a smart guy. When I would go to class and do work, like I would. Uh-oh, 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 It look like Trevor got something to say when you say, no, we need a fact check. need a fact check. smart guy, I don't know, man. You said what, Trevor? I'm just messing with you. I'm talking smack, but Silas definitely one of the smartest people I know. And definitely that is a conversation I think we should all have later is about, you know, how public school and everything, no matter how good we were, they really did, they really didn't compare, uh, prepare us for, for college, really. Yeah. yeah. Like, not at all. <laughs> nah, because I went to a predominantly white high school. So when I went to a, you know, I graduated from Eastern Shore, which is an HB, you know, HBCU for those mm -hmm. listening who don't know. Yeah. <laughs> uh charles county uh did not prepare me for that you know what i mean but again that is a conversation for another day so you're right yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. so basically um you know uh, eventually i the the biggest thing that led to my downfall in maryland was that i would just not go to class <laughs> and right. it, a lot of people like even my parents initially thought that maybe it was like me partying too much blah 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 and I'm like I party but I sort of saved that for the weekends and you know like during the weekdays I uh, found out years after that um, I actually had um, sleep apnea in college and a lot of people have that but I had it like to a level that when I took the test the doctors was like yo 
we need to get you this machine ASAP because you could like die in your sleep, dude. Like you are like yeah. So like sleep apnea, I'm sometimes. not. Yeah, I'm not an expert <clears throat> on it. That's like when you're like have trouble breathing when you're sleeping. Yes. So basically, it's like um, your uh, this this is a big pause on everything I'm about to say. Thank <laughs> <laughs> thank uh, much obliged uh, for the disclaimer there because I don't know yeah. what the hell you about to say. <laughs> <laughs> so. When you go to sleep naturally, <laughs> again, <laughs> your, your throat hole condenses and it like shrinks. What? <laughs> <laughs> hey, I was gonna try to be mature about that, but this asshole next to me, like you know. <laughs> now, when you <laughs> sleep apnea, what it is when it when it shrinks. And the the hole for your air to like actually get into your body and like help you live, (laughs) (laughs) right? It's it's like so tiny that hardly any air is getting in, and that's like when you hear like the heavy snoring or like people sleeping and they just like go quiet, and then they like (laughs) like (laughs) that's their body like trying to gasp for air. They're like, nigga, I can't breathe. (laughs) (laughs) Well, damn, my dog must got sleep apnea because goddamn, I'll be sleeping. (laughs) I'll hear. <laughs> like, That's exactly like literally. That's probably exactly what it is. Uh, and so, well, I'm not gonna get a sleep apnea machine for my dog. Nah, but like, like uh, <laughs> dude, try a little harder. <laughs> At least you don't got to wake up for class. So yeah, right, right, right. But um, and then so I found out that um, and you know, like I said, a lot of the stuff I'm learning as I go, and then I put it together later on. That really. They could have just told me what it was. Like I had gained hella weight, and like the weight was attributing to the like more advanced state of sleep apnea. Because they had put me on like this machine and everything, and I asked them straight up. I was like, "If I lose weight, like will this kind of go away?" And um, you know, basically, I, I I lost a ton of weight. I lost like maybe sixty pounds from oh, my heaviest oh. point in college. You know. And since then, it's, it's been great. Like, I can actually wake up on time for stuff and do things. But bottom line, I had to <clears throat> go off on a tangent. The main issue was, you know, I had a bright future. You know what I'm saying? Graduating top 5% of my class. Like, I always did hella extracurricular activities. Anybody that knew me, like, fully expected me to be like the next president of the United States, kind of like, like, you know, I'm exaggerating a bit, but that was kind of like the opinion of me. And then I'm like, yo, I didn't got kicked out of my dream school. And like, I'm like, people aren't really coming to me about it, but I know people gotta be discussing this. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> yeah. Like I'll never act like I was like prom king or anything like that, but I'm like a somewhat popular dude. Like people know me, people are cool with me. So when I just like go ghost on campus and you don't see me anymore, people are going to naturally have questions. So right. it, it was, you know, a lot of thoughts like that and, and, and everything. But the one thing I will, I will say is one of my greatest strengths is that I'm going to always figure it out, you know? So right, right. Re- regardless of what it is, if it's something that can be done, I will figure it out. So, okay, um, now we're back on track with being alike. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. yeah, yeah, yeah. And so I, I, I was gonna say, the interesting part about you uh, graduating with the high honors in in college is that it's kind of been my experience that sometimes 
guys that did a little better in high school kind of do okay and maybe screw up like I did. And then people who kind of just like barely graduated high school, for some reason, something clicks and they just get it right in college and, <laughs> you yeah, know, graduate yeah. and do what they're supposed to do. So it's yeah. funny how, how, how things go sometimes, but um, yeah, nah, man, that's a good point because, you know, one of my, you know, I'm a quotes guy, like, you know, and I, I got a lot of them. And one of my favorite quotes is, you know, Mark Twain has said, and I've said it before on here, I'll never let my schooling get in the way of my education. And, you know, life is an ever learning process, you know, and while we're here, another one of my favorite quotes is Muhammad Ali said, if a man is 20 years old and he views the same, views the world the same way he does at 50, he's only wasted exactly. 30 years of his life. So, mm -hmm. you know, it's, it's testaments like that. And it's like growing up, man, like, you know, kind of similar to you, you know, you did super well in high school. I really, I'm not going to, I did okay. You know, I was average in high school because mm -hmm. like, I only did it did what I had to was my parents were like super serious about school. You know what I mean? And blessed right, to say, right. fortunate to say that my parents, you know, they never really put pressure on us for anything else. Like, you know, you got a lot of parents that put pressure on their kids to like play certain sports or like being ex certain extra curricks and stuff like that. Right. Or whatever. Um, so when I got to college, I was like, damn, I can start picking what I want to learn. You know what I mean? And that's when I got into history. That's what, I mean, I had already kind of was into history, but that's when I really got into history. That's when I got into journalism. And that's kind of what led me into uh, radio in, in college. You know, of course, we'll talk about this on another on another joint, but we all know like it's it's like, OK, high school. The, re the reason high school where like I sucked at math, for example, like, you know, in, in, in college, you know, I hit anything about the Civil War, anything about slavery, anything about history. Like I was good. Anything about radio, I was good. Oh, I but see, I when see. it came to like E equals MC Hammer or whatever the fuck it's called, <laughs> like you know what I mean? Like I just, you know what I'm saying? Like I ain't, I, I ain't with all that. Like you know, and it's I, like you know, school is again. I don't want to get too much into that, but we know all of us are three educated guys. Well, yeah, I know you are. One of these things is not like that. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, no. Nah. So like all of us, all three of us being like collegially educated, like we know how, you know, a lot of the ins and outs of that shit works. But nah, yeah. man. So yeah, like you're definitely right. How some guys excel in college that didn't do well in high school and vice versa. So yeah. And that, that that's a very interesting point, actually, because like you said, I did enjoy a lot of things I learned in college. The only thing is that I just literally would not wake up for class. <laughs> right. And right. I, I literally, you know, when I when I look back, I, you know, I'm big on accountability. Anything that even if I'm like only one percent wrong in a situation, I'm like, well, I still can't say the other side because I still have some fault in it, you know? So I I'm like, well, even though technically it was like somewhat of a medical thing, I should have at a point, like, at what point are you going to realize that you're not waking up for class? Maybe you should go see about this. Right. Because I, initially, I thought it was just me being lazy and making excuses from, like, oh, you can't get up. Everybody else is getting up. Like, you just need to try harder. And then, like, eventually, I'm like, yeah, maybe it is not normal. Let me go check it out. And lo and behold, it, you know, it was it was an issue. So, um, 
Hey man, let me ask you though, because you said uh, you know, I'm a fitness guy, so like, you know, yeah, now I am shit. Uh, um <laughs> Jay lost 60 pounds, man. Like, how did yeah. what was up with that? Like, how'd you go about that? So it's uh man, it's it's uh it's not easy, but oh, because, oh nigga, I know <laughs> <laughs> like, it becomes yeah. easy when you can make it a habit. Right. That's that's when it becomes easy and for it to become a habit, it's easier if you have somebody that's like holding you accountable and be like, did you work out today? And kind of what you eat today, you know, and that that kind of keeps you doing it. And then after like three weeks to four weeks of that, it's like your mind is programmed. Like I have to work out today or I'm going to be pissed. Yeah. You know, so uh, for me personally, I hate running, but <laughs> I I know that anybody knows if you want to lose weight, you run, you burn fat, you lose weight. So right. of course the health coach is going to tell you is a million other things. And, you know, maybe I didn't do it the most optimal way, but I got my butt on the treadmill every day and I watched what I ate. And, you know, it, it wasn't even a full year that it took me to lose all that weight. So, man, look, fitness, fitness is definitely in this. I've learned this, like fitness is definitely, it's like a GPS system, right? Like, you know, you put in a dress, and when you put the address in, it gives you four or five different ways to get there. Exactly. Some, exactly. Some way, you know, some distance, some route may take longer than the other or whatever. But as long right. as you stay the course, you know what I mean? And, right. and I've had people tell the thing about like with fitness, man, and like losing weight. It's like and I've talked about this before. The ones who know the most are the ones who ain't doing shit. <laughs> you know what I mean? Right, exactly. exactly like, even exactly. like two years into this journey, man, I'm like 536 days in. Yeah, that's right. I keep count. That's right. Uh, <laughs> that's lit, actually. Yeah, man. You know, <laughs> and like, I still have people that be like, oh, man, maybe you should do this. Maybe you should try that. And I will, first of all, this is probably going to sound a little petty, but I hate, <laughs> uns- I-, I hate unsolicited advice, no matter what it is, even if it's good <laughs> advice. Like, you know what I'm saying? I hate that shit. Like, you know what I, I mean? Feel, like, I feel you. I do feel you. I do survey feel you. says, motherfucker, ain't nobody ask you. you know? Yep, yep. <laughs> I, I catch myself a lot, a, a lot with that. I, yeah, yeah. I self-evaluate a lot, and I, I know that I'm like, mm, sometimes I should just maybe shut up. <laughs> no, it's you know, you know who's really bad with that, and this is coming from a Christian. Trent? Christians. Oh, never mind, never mind. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Christians like when somebody <laughs> dies, they be over there talking about some old oh, God just needed another flower. He's in a dog. better place. What? Yo, leave me hey, alone. dog. <laughs> Yo, you suck. Like, <laughs> it's not the time. You know what yeah. I mean? So, with fitness, like, it's crazy, dog. That's why I'm just asking, you know what I'm saying? Because I'm learning more about, you know, as, yeah. we, as we do this right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's like, you know, the, I, I don't know. If I was talking to somebody on the phone the other day, right? Mm-hmm. and they're like super into fitness and working out being healthy whatever and i said the other day i was like man i was upset man i just said screw it i moved my cheat day a day up a day early and got me some royal farms it was like man i know that zone's probably good somebody who wouldn't that's how i, I said i was like that's how i know i can tell you in the fitness because somebody who's not oh you sure you want to eat that you like, eat? yeah like come on yeah 
bro. Look at <laughs> look at me and look at you. Like you know what I'm saying? <laughs> exactly. 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 I probably ruffled a few feathers, but that's why we call this the sometimes disingenuous. You know. Sometimes, sometimes you have to be dis. Yeah. But if you're genuous and you're disingenuosity, I don't know if that's a word, but if it's you, gonna be a word. I just coined that. <laughs> yeah. If you if you're genuine and you're disingenuosity, then it is still genuine. So yeah. <laughs> hey, you ever seen that meme with that white woman that look confused with the numbers in the back of her head? Yeah, that's me right now. <laughs> uh, nah, I'm stupid. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, man. So uh, after college, how was every like after you got the sleep yes. apnea, the weight, all that other stuff? How how was everything else after that? So from there, um, mind you, I'm I'm living with one of my best friends. You know what I'm saying? I got to tell him, dude, um, <laughs> I know we haven't really discussed any of this and this is about to be like crazy news to you, but in 48 hours, I'm going to be moved up out of here because, uh, yeah, my grades are terrible and I'm, I'm being dismissed from the university. <laughs> wow. And I was also a, a CA in the off-campus apartments I was living in. So, you know, I'm like, dang, my coworkers, they got to, in the next meeting, like, this is what we're going to discuss. Hey, Sylvester's no longer going to be with us. And, right. like, everybody, you know, not even being cocky, but everybody, like, liked me to an extent. So they're going to they're gonna have questions. Like, what happened? Yeah. Like, when when the uh, manager asked me, what do you want to tell him? I was like, tell him what happened. You know, I mean, like, I, I don't like it, but I did this. So I'm not going to, like, put you in a position to have to make something up. Like, Tell them what I did. Like, this is what I, I did this. You know what I'm saying? Like, right. that's what I mean. Like, I'm big on accountability. So, but um, from there, I moved back, had to move back in uh, with my parents. And um, at the time, it's, you know, my older sister, of course, she's out of the house, but it's still my younger brother and my younger sister. My younger brother, Trey, will tell you, like, has been a man child since like elementary school. So <laughs> a man child. Like, yeah. Like I'm I'm six one. He's like six five and he's 18. So <laughs> oh, and oh okay. that was a very ambiguous phrase. So I didn't know like <laughs> what that meant. Yeah. Okay. Oh yeah. Oh let's be clear. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So basically even when when I came back home, he was in middle school, but he's like my height already. You know, like that's what I mean. Like he's been man like height and weight since like pretty much sixth grade so right you know i come back i'm sharing a room with him you know and it's, it's just so many different things because like my my folks are of course happy to have me back my brother is like super thrilled he's like oh me and me and older brother we roommates now you know so because <laughs> you know we we i'm very close now with my family we we got great relationships so i'm like it's not the worst thing being back home, but this is not what it was supposed to be. You know, like I felt like such a failure, you know, yeah. it, was, it was just terrible. But in all of that, even when I would get to like my darkest place, like for some reason, I just never like got to a certain level of like depression because I'm like, I'm a smart guy. I can figure this out. Like I'm surrounded by the right people, like family. I got the right friends. Like I, I will figure this out. You right. know, so, my first job from college, I, I started working at um, a car dealership, Pohanka Honda. You probably see it all the time from the Beltway. Hey, I think I remember that. <laughs> I think that was like one of the first times I met you. Um, probably. 
I um, funny story, even how I started doing that. My parents had bought a new car and then the guy came and dropped it off at the house. And he's like my age. And I'm like, if he can do this, I can do this. So, right, right. <laughs> you know, and I like cars anyway. So I, um, I, I started doing that. And that's where I really sort of developed my love for sales. Um, so you're think- so you're a numbers math guy. I'm a numbers guy, like all the way. Like, any, all right, y'all. Time, thank you for tuning in on the morally <laughs> and intellectually ingenuous. Sometimes disingenuous, like no. <laughs> See, you, you're being genuinely disingenuous, <laughs> so it's still genuine. <laughs> the shortest episode in the history of ever. <laughs> but see, I'm a numbers guy, so I'd be like, you know, that's no cap. This would have been the shortest episode. We're looking at the average. All the average. <laughs> but yeah, no. So I the thing that I liked about sales is that, you know, um, depending on where you're doing sales, you you can probably have like a base salary and everything, but it's largely based on the work that you're going to put into it. If you, if you go in there and you bust your butt, you make a ton of money. If you do average, you'll do average. If you don't do anything, you'll probably quit or get fired because you're not going to make no money. So, well, um, so, you know, it's, it's crazy because we're filming, we're doing this right now. Right. Mm-hmm. And I've, this is probably the longest I've ever sat down and talked to you. Now, this is just me on the outside looking in. Right. You're very easy to talk to. Oh, thank you. <laughs> that wasn't no compliment. It's like, no, nah, I'm joking. Uh, <laughs> it's like, nah, very easy to talk to. So I'm on the I'm just an old radio guy, man. You know what I mean? So I don't really know a lot about sales, but I would assume that to be successful in that business, you have to be a friendly people person. Yes. And there, ah, there, shit, I'm be a sales guy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You would do you would do great. <laughs> yeah, but no, it's 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 some people that are salespeople that aren't like people persons, but they they'll make up in another compensating factor. But it, it helps to be a people person doing sales. And um I would say like being a people person that's helped me in sales and being in sales has actually also taught me so much about just humans in general, because I, I talk to poor people. I talk to rich people with perfect credit scores. I talk to black, white, Middle Eastern, Asian, people getting divorced, people been married, single people, like a- any person, I've probably talked to somebody that's done something similar. So it's weird because now I kind of like feel like I'm, when people do stuff, I feel like I can see two, three steps ahead of like, how you may act in a situation because I like, I just talked to so many people. I got so many data points. So. Well, that's, that's that, that's that quote I was talking about, you know, school and don't get in the way of education. Cause it's like, you know, you, uh, that's a part, that's a part of learning. You know what I mean? And it's funny you say that because when I'm getting, (laughs) you know, I'm not in sales, me being a history guy, like people, you know, who just not listening, like, uh, being a historian at Arlington cemetery, like, I'm going to just keep this very basic. But I, as soon as people get on my tour, I know exactly who I'm going to talk about. <laughs> and if people get on there with them red hats, I'm talking about every black person in that month. <laughs> you know what I mean? Exactly. I, might not have, I might not be on the level of, as you with the, with the, with the sales and, 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 and such, but, you know, somebody get on the tour, 
I mean, how you doing, sir? Oh, I'm doing just fine. Oh, oh yeah. boy, I'm about to boy. <laughs> Hope you're ready to get railroaded with civil rights. Uh, oh man, there was a dude that uh, there was a guy that got on the other day, and uh, his sweatshirt just said one six twenty one. You, we know what that date was. Yeah. Okay. Right. right. And then uh, his hat, <laughs> it said Patriot on it. Oh, God. So I said, hey, how you doing, sir? <laughs> well, I'm doing just fine. How about yourself? I said, I'm, I'm well. I'm well. You know, where are you visiting from? Oh, Arkansas. Like, oh, this is going to be a good day for yeah. me. How about you? <laughs> I said, I said, <laughs> I said, you visiting from where? He goes, Arkansas. In my head, I said, of course you are. Uh... So he goes, yeah, I'm waiting on my family to come, right? You just see a flood of people walking towards. <laughs> and I said, how's everybody? <laughs> right. First thing they ask, are any Confederate soldiers buried here? <laughs> Boy, y'all fucked up. <laughs> I'd have been like, they, they, they y'all don't know who toy y'all just got right? on, dog. <laughs> <laughs> y'all don't know who told oh, y'all got on, man. That is so funny. By the time you ever seen that, uh, what, what's the meme that the, with the black dude that's on the phone looking impatient with the glasses? <laughs> man, you sh- that's what they look like by the time you would have thought that place was oh a, my God. was just a black cemetery by the time I got done with the movie. Oh my so God. My, I'm stupid. But the point is, is that I'm yeah, that is hilarious. <laughs> I'm piggybacking off of that is hilarious. You know, uh but no, you you are hundred percent right. The, I, the idea of what you what you're saying is like if I'm talking to a customer from Alabama and I I know like certain things about people from Alabama. You know what I'm saying? I know about the economics there, like what's going on. So I kind of know even before they start talking how I'm going to tailor this conversation. So I, I get what you're saying because it's, it's kind of like the same thing. Like, you know, all right, if you come in here doing this, I already know how I'm about to handle this. So exactly. <laughs> exactly. Right. Exactly. 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 No, I don't know if uh, I don't know if Trevor is that sagacious. <laughs> Hey, you even know what sagacious means? Sagacious, nigga. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you know what? Yeah, hey, 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 Charles, Charles, hey, Charles, you know what? Charles has been sitting here drinking his little Starbucks. You know what I'm saying? So I, I'm gonna get his insight on something real quick. So poor Henny in his in his Starbucks. Yeah, that's probably that's probably that's, that's probably why he's so you know leaned out right now. So y'all two met at College Park, right? No, uh, I've known Sal since high school. Um. I forget what class we met in. It definitely wasn't Miss People's class because you were I, not there. Yeah, right. This is a running is, joke between us. Oh my, I was definitely there, was not bro. There, bro. I promise you. <laughs> you can ask out. We ask our, our other friend Tavon, our mutual friend who also went to Maryland with us. Um, right. We talk about this all the time. And Sal, you you weren't there, but no, I've known Sal since <laughs> high school. Um, I think you were in uh, Academy of Finance. I was in Science and Tech program. Uh, we later went on to University of Maryland together and that's really where our friendship kind of budded because yeah. like we of course like when you're in a new environment you you find like familiar faces and then you guys tend to you know hang out together more so we really our bond really uh uh strengthened in college yeah um and was what, what i what i really wanted the reason why i wanted you to really be on the show is because you guys both have like really similar stories 
um, and you two being like two of my closest friends um, overcoming adversity. And then also I wanted to talk about this earlier. Um, you guys both had like a journey with fitness and weight loss. And right, right, from, the right. outside, from the outside looking in, I noticed that those are very pivotal points in both of y'all lives. Cause I was there when both of y'all like really had started that journey and I was able to see that progress and then see where y'all at now. And it's, I got to give y'all niggas y'all flowers, man. I got to give y'all flowers, Because <laughs> like, that that's probably one of the most uh, inspiring, just, just, it's so inspiring just to see that. And also just to have like close friends like that who have done that and just inspire you to kind of do the same. Um, and I think it's just beautiful, man. Y'all both still ugly. You know, yeah, I mean, but, well. you know, it's, it's amazing to see. And that's why I really wanted you on this show. I was like, Spence, you got to talk to my boy, Sal, because this guy, Sal, he has an amazing story to tell. Let, let me, uh, since, since, you brought, since you brought that back up. Yeah, um, yeah. Yeah. And also just to piggyback off our friendship, like you said, is um, I, I was in science and tech, too. And that's why I was in Miss People's oh, class. Oh, <laughs> So uh, yeah, like you, like you said, and that and that Miss People's class, just so you know, that was ninth grade. So I we actually known each other from ninth grade, but in high school, I would say we like we were like we would follow each other's social media if that was like as prevalent. What 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 were we even on in 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 high school? Uh, Facebook. Facebook. And I think Twitter, got, <laughs> Twitter wasn't popping until like what? Like the end of yeah. towards the end of high school, but like. We we were friends enough where like if we see each other in the hallway we adapt each other up and we'll probably end up in some of the same places. But college, like he said, is when we actually became like locked in. Like this is my brother now. He's like one of my best friends. I want so, snow for this nigga. Bro. Yeah, <laughs> I think I think that was actually the day I was like, oh yeah, nah, this nigga's our nigga. Yeah, <laughs> he he was in like a completely different dorm and we had like the snowstorm of all snowstorms like in the DMV. Like class was shut down for like two weeks. The only thing that was open was the. Diner. What was that? Uh, that was a uh, January, February six, two thousand sixteen. No, before that one. Before that one, they called it Snowmageddon. It was. Oh, I think it was that, that the one yeah, in twenty sixteen. Yeah, okay, yeah. Okay. And he <clears throat> he walked through the snow to get to our dorm, just so we could all like kick it for the few. Oh, days. he was serious, yeah. like yeah, walking yeah, through yeah. the snow. Yeah, like, and the snow was probably like shin level like it was like right you know when, when he said i'm walking through the snow bim i thought it was like uh one of them like euphemisms <laughs> or those analogies when our parents say i had to walk 10 miles in the snow like i thought it was i thought like, it was that you know what i mean and you know it's funny um quarter mile <laughs> <laughs> i know trevor uh i know trevor like i said for 10 years but i remember the day where our, our i guess our friendship was a little bit straight you know in every strong friendship there's always like those pivotal moments Turn right point, yeah <laughs> so if you listen to the first episode i talk about that the beginning of my fitness journey started really i started technically i started working out i, I made the decision october 24th of 2020 like because okay. october 23rd was the day that the doctor looked me in the face and said hey look i don't know what you've been <laughs> looking at on social media but your ass, you know, but it was really <laughs> in a spiritual aspect. It was really July 25th because July 25th of 2020, me and Trevor was out fishing. And I talked about this with me cutting my hand open. Now, I never talked about this particular part. <laughs> I never gave Trevor his just due. <laughs> so I, I was I cut my hand open 
and bleeding all over the place. And Trevor has been asking at that time, asking to drive my car for years. So it's like <laughs> I, got a, I got a Mustang stick shift, right? And I was like, oh, yeah, okay. nah, bro. Like nobody's driving my shit. Well, <laughs> obviously he had to drive it that day, right? Uh, when I tell you this dude was Vin Diesel in a right down the racing. highway. <laughs> Whoa, I didn't even know my car could do that, bro. Like, you know what I mean? <laughs> and so, like, I started, like, getting a little dizzy because I was losing. He's like, man, we almost there, man. We almost there, bro. I was like, hey. And then, so it's like, yeah, like, uh, that's that's a part of the journey. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, that's why when he said, hey, man, I want Sal, you know, you got to talk to Sal. I was like, all right. You know what I mean? If you say yeah. it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So now, nah, man. Um, so uh, with the with the with the 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 math shit, <laughs> it's like nah. So with your career in sales, like that. Oh yes, yes. Projected you to you know sometimes we get off topic. Fuck it. You know yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, <laughs> so with the with the career in sales, like I'll bring you know, it back on topic for you. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. You know we got uh, we got to bring it back. You know. You got to keep in mind, like, I'm this is like my junior year of college. So I'm there for like a year or so. And I'm seeing people, you know, graduate that I was, you know, in, in school with and stuff. And, you know, it's eating me up, whatever. But so um, my boy, one of my best friends, um, Trev, Trev knows him too. We, we all like brothers together. But uh, my boy, he... Um, sort of had just graduated and he kind of went straight into uh mortgage banking mm. and um you know was doing doing sales and that and um you know we would have conversations because I'm like I'm doing sales too it's not quite to the level that you're doing it but like I was very interested in it and um he he's like me like he always looking to help somebody out when he can especially like career wise like he's a, a wizard with that stuff he 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 could get it done so <clears throat> he was telling me, he was like, look, I can plug you in somewhere so you can get your foot in the door, but you got to like finish your degree first. So long story short, I knew I was never going to finish my degree at the, at the car dealership. Cause it's just too demanding. If you, if you want to be successful doing car sales, that has to be your career and what you're trying to do. So I, um, I got a job at MNT bank. I was a relationship banker and that was that was my title, but I was pretty much just a teller getting paid as a relationship banker because they never had me doing banker work. So, long story short, is like busy work, you know, um, when I'm interacting with customers. But it was less demanding enough where I had time to like do school work at work, you know, do it on the weekends, finish my degree, and like the biggest advice I give people is always bet on yourself. You got to bet on yourself because when <clears throat> I took the job at the bank and I'm finishing my degree. My goal was I need to be here two years. That's how long it'll take me to get my degree. And maybe hopefully if I do what I'm supposed to do, I can get my foot in the door in this industry, you know? And that's that was scary, man, because at the bank, even when I left after like two, three raises, I was making like 32 grand a year. You know what I mean? So yeah. I'm, it's always them scary thoughts like, man, am I going to be like, making this, you know, these crumbs for like the rest of my life. Like what kind of lifestyle am I going to have? I'm going to have like an average or below average life. Like if I don't figure it out, right. but to, to fast forward past that a little bit, um, when I finished my degree workup, I, um, 
you know, my boy, like he, like he said, he got me a couple interviews. Um, I got a job to be um, a mortgage loan officer and, um, you know, left MNT great terms. They hated to see me go. And they was like, is there anything we can do to keep you here? And I'm like, yeah, I don't know. Can you pay me I'll 20 really... grand a month, motherfucker? Yeah, yeah, nope. I, I was, yeah. <laughs> no, I, I'm never like a, a cocky or like, look at me, dude. But I'm like, to what I'm understanding I could do here, like, nah, y- y'all can't even get close. So Yeah, um, right, right. You know, and I, even, even when I started, I went through a year training program where, you know, they paid us like 40 grand while we were training, but you know, that's for a year. And then after that, hopefully if you, if you good, then you'll, you know, you get your bread up. So I spent a year in the training program and then, you know, it's still those thoughts. Like, all right, I got my foot in the door and it's like, man, I just hope that like this all works out the way that I'm planning. It does. But like I said, one thing about me, I am a numbers guy and I'm, and I, I like, I pay attention and I'm looking at, I always look at reports and stuff. I'm looking at what the top guys is doing. And I'm like, look, maybe I won't be the top guy because I know that me, I believe, I truly believe that I got the skill to be the top guy, but the top guy is going to work way more than I'm even willing to like admit to doing like the top guy is going to have to work like 70 hours a week or more. The guy on the bottom of the list, I know I'm not going to be the worst dude. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> you know, right. so I'm like, look, I'm looking middle-ish to upper middle. And if they are doing good and that's where I want to aim to be, then this this, this can work. So, um, you know, long story short, after betting on myself, betting on myself, you know, the training program's up. And it was just like what I envisioned it to be. You know, I kind of had a leg up on other people because you know some of them guys were younger than me but they coming straight from college you know I didn't have like two-ish years of sales experience you know and you know it it, it was just a, a good situation for me to sort of get plugged into so I was uh the rest is kind of like history I was I was I've been doing mortgage banking for about five years now I just switched companies uh less than a year ago back in July so I'm I'm still like getting my footing at this new company, but my last company, every year that I was selling, I want to say first year I was training. So don't really count that one. The next two years I was top 10 in the office. And the last year I was there, I didn't make top 10 because I was number 11. So, <laughs> you know. You suck. It's like, no, I'm <laughs> right. Gotta try no talent. Absolutely <laughs> not. You're terrible. <laughs> right. So, and, <laughs> yeah. That's like um, the, the top 100 out of 115. <laughs> <laughs> I, was, I was number one. I was 115. So uh, I was oh, man. That was a good one. That was a good one. I can appreciate a good joke, asshole. Yeah. But I, can, I, can, I appreciate a good joke. It's like, no, like, no. No, nah, man, yeah, um, what you said, betting on yourself. Got to. You know what I'm saying? And Got it's to. like, you know, I feel like there are certain situations in life that are like played out in front of you where it teaches you to do that. And, mm-hmm. you know, me and Trevor, man, we at this point, we talk every damn day, you know. And so we yeah. have these conversations about knowing your value, knowing your worth in all yeah. aspects, whether it be business, whether it be your career, whether it be romance, which we'll get to in a second. Uh, <laughs> you know, it's, it's, I yeah. was always saying, disclaimer, podcast not about dating, but 
You know, right. God throw a little spiciness in there here and there. Don't you know, we got started, uh, yeah. three, uh, <laughs> uh, 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 I would say, uh, black men that turned out okay against the odds. Exactly. You know, exactly against the, exactly. you know, so, um, but no, knowing what your worth is. The, the thing is, is that I can tell that when you say know your worth, you truly understand what that means. You know what I mean? Right. And like, w- one thing, since I got the people's ear, you know, <laughs> one, one thing I want us to do as black people is when you say know your worth, you know what I'm saying? Have something to back that up that's tangible. You know, like I, I feel like a lot of people, a lot of black people, especially with social media today, like sometimes we give off the impression that because we woke up and took a breath today and our skin is black, that we are the kings and queens of the earth. And I'm like, mm, not quite. Like, you still got to be a decent human being. You know, you still have to. Yes, being black does come with, you know, a lot. Like, we cool. You know, we this, we that. We resilient. You know, physically, we superior in a lot of ways. But yeah. you still have to be a good person. Like, if, if I ask you what value do you have, I'm sure you can give me a list of a dozen things. Not right. just, oh, I'm a black man that woke up today. You know what I mean? So, yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's it's you know the other day I was having a conversation with somebody and uh, astrology it came up. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> you see Trevor right now, <laughs> and I said so. I said uh, me and Trevor we always say, "Hey, what's the rule? The jackass rule?" And life is easy, man. All you have to do is just not be a jackass. <laughs> That's really all you have to do. It's just don't be a jackass. As funny as that sounds. I agree with that 1000%. But it's so hard. It's, a, it's, it's such a hard abstraction for the rest of America to follow. And I was well, having this conversation I, yeah, it is. with somebody <laughs> and they said, uh, astrology came up and whatever. It's a spark note version. And they said, well, what's your problem against astrology? I don't have an issue against astrology. <laughs> so they said, well, you do realize you're a Christian, right? And I said, oh, shit, here we go. <laughs> so I said, <laughs> I said, uh, uh I said, yes. And so they said, well, you know, the Christians do a lot. And I'm just looking at this person like, bro, like, why are you so like, you need the number to my therapist, bro? Like, why are you so angry, dog? Yeah. We just having a conversation. So I said, I said, yes. She goes, you know, well, Christians, they think the same thing about astrology and they, they actually do. They, they're going on this whole thing about thought. How you know I what that. I think? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, hey, Trevor, hey, what's the uh the, the story you told me about the chick where you said, oh, I can't wait to go get something to drink? And she said, uh, oh, yeah, uh, <laughs> it's, it's, it was a long week, you know, um, for everyone listening. I actually work two jobs, uh, one full time. I'm a graphic designer and then I also do contracting work for the government um, at night. Yeah, um, let me hold some so- Hey man, says the guy with the Porsche. I'm a, hey, I'm a, <laughs> hey, we all need to talk our shit for real because yeah. we all, you know, we all came from, you know, uh, not nothing, but you know, we all know how to hustle and how to get it. Um, so I'm gonna talk my shit while I while I got the people's ears. So I said, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, nah, so I'm like, it's been a hard, you know, couple weeks, and I'm like, yo, I'm just looking forward to kicking back and you know, just getting the drink this weekend. You know, shorty, I was talking to. Um, and she goes, oh, you so, so you like to drink. We got to unpack that. Granted, so back, <laughs> like, bro, I've been talking to this woman for, like, maybe, like, what, two weeks, a week of that. And I was just really telling her, I'm, I'm looking forward to the weekend. I'm looking forward to just hanging out, unwinding, and having a drink. 
and she just automatically goes to, oh, you got like a problem with drinking or something like that. I'm like, how the fuck? Oh my God. How do you know? How how are you going to uh, diagnose this? <laughs> like, I got you so many really thoughts on me. that. <laughs> sure you haven't even seen me in person yet. Like, come on now. But yeah, jackass. Yeah, no, for sure. <laughs> jackass. So the reason because why I had him. You have to go out your way to be that much of a jackass. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> this particular person. I'm, I, and I, and I'm, I, I had him tell that for a reason. You know what I'm saying? Because I remember he was telling me that. I was like, God, what an asshole. So <laughs> I was talking to this particular person about the astrology. And, you know, they was like, oh, well, Chris, is it, uh, you think it? I said, let me tell you something. I said, the same issue that I have with astrology is the same issue that I have with Christians, with mm-hmm. religion. I said, first of all, I believe in relationship, not religion. The God that I serve doesn't even like religion. So first of all, you're, you're wrong there. But where you're really wrong is one, you're assuming something that you don't even you don't even know the person. You don't even know me. And I told them, I said, my issue with astrology is the same issue that I have with Christianity is not so much of what this astrological signs are not with the biblical verses say with I have an issue with those two categories of people is how they use those Mm -hmm. concepts to excuse their jackass behavior towards other people. Mm -hmm. That's my issue. You know what I mean? Astrology, you know, people who are super into science. I believe what you believe in, man. I don't want nobody talking about what I believe in. So I'm not going to do that to them. But exactly. You know, your your sign didn't make you an asshole. You're an asshole. Like you know what I mean? Your sign didn't do that. Like you're you're consciously making a decision. It's not because you were Gemini. It's not because you were Gemini. Nor with on the Christian (laughs) side, on the spiritual side, no, all what Christians say. This is like I said, this is coming from a Christian. Like, and I saw I've heard it all. Right. Oh, well, God is still working on me. Or my favorite (laughs) one, my favorite one, because we all know karma is a real thing. Right. Uh And people who have done horrible things to other people who didn't deserve it. And now that shit is coming back on you. Exactly. Everything that's coming back on you, you're talking about God's not through with you or Satan is busy. No. You're an asshole. This is and what you're you paying for what yeah, you've exactly. done. Like, you know what I mean? This is what you put out. This is what you put out. And I've experienced karma one time. <laughs> one time in my life. My grandmother always used to say this. She still says it, right? One of the wisest people, one of the wisest women I know. She said, you can have your teachers mad at you. You can have your, your parents, whatever. But when, when God is mad, <laughs> you did something stupid because he's a busy man. So for you to catch right. his attention, like, you know what I mean? Exactly. So it's like what you said, like, it all comes down to being a good person. I don't care who you believe in, what you pray to, who you pray to. I don't give a shit if you're, you pray to a plant every day. If that's what <laughs> makes you a better person and comes out here and treats people right, you know what I'm saying? And do the right yeah. thing by other people. Who cares? Yeah, you know what I mean. I don't care. Like even eighth man, I used when I used to work in law enforcement, right? Like one of the, it was crazy because I worked with a bunch of people who were into astrology. I worked with a bunch of people who were super religious and you know whatever. But mm. one of the best relationships I had, work relationships I had, was with an atheist. Yeah. Ain't that a bit? Like, you know what I mean? I one of the best relationship work relate one of the some of the deepest, dopest, you know, conversations. We are, of course we didn't see a, a lot on. We didn't see. We didn't agree on some things, you yeah. know. 
But They're usually smart people. Yeah, you know what <laughs> I mean? And he didn't like, you know, it, it was certain things he would say. It was certain things I'll say. We would just agree to disagree. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But he understood that like, yo, at the end of the day, you know what I mean? No matter what it is, your religious practices are, your spiritual practices, if you even have any, it comes down. Like, And I say this all the time, dog. Like working at Arlington Cemetery is it, it's a it's a it's a grave reminder for two things, right? Mm. Is that quite you literally know, you were exactly <laughs> <laughs> no pun intended. Uh, <laughs> that was a good one. That was a good one. Rim shot. Uh, so, um, so it's a grave reminder for two things. One, all day, all I do is talk about the history of the amazing things these people have done that are buried, mm. right? You know, and never do I talk about, you know, how much money they had, how many women they had, and this, mm. that, there. You notice out of this entire conversation between the three of us, none of us measured our manhood against how much pussy we get. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Nothing, because that, sh- that doesn't matter. Like, you know what I mean? So it's a great reminder for that. Like, I'm mm-hmm. always reminded, like, this is what I, and people are so amazed and dumbfounded by these amazing things these people have done. And two, <laughs> I see this every day when I'm with, when I'm there working in a, working in a cemetery, you know, uh, for example, a, a general was being bo- buried the other day. I don't know who he was, you know what I mean? But they brought out the World War II howitzer, you know, for uh, when a regular service member is laid to rest, um, you know, they got the 20. Well, I, I shouldn't say a regular service member, <laughs> a, a, a service member, because if you buried in Arlington, you somebody. Like, I'll say that. Got you, got you, got you. <laughs> but a service member with ranks of uh, under the under a colonel in Army and Marines and cavalry units, they get the 21 gun salute. But colonels and okay. above in cavalry units get the big World War II Howard to cannons. That's what call them. Howard, oh, right? okay, okay. And they shake the whole cemetery when they're wow. like no matter where you at boom right <laughs> you know what yeah. I mean? so they did all that had the horse-drawn wagon had all this had this did, 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 did apparently this person did these amazing things while they were alive right and i see mm-hmm. this every day working there and it's just a reminder of how life is is you do all these things and the family's there waiting you know being buried the the, 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 the honor guard around the corner what they don't see is the maintenance team with the bulldozers and the stone mm. walls waiting for the family to leave. Family leaves, pay their last respects. Bulldozer pulls up, bury them, boom, on to the next one. Mm. You see where I'm yeah. getting with it? Yeah. Like, life goes on, dog. It do. You know what it I'm do. saying? <laughs> like, life goes on. <laughs> you know what I mean? And it's like, I saw that the other day, man. Big, you know, funeral for this person. And... I, I ended up going to the bathroom and I walked. It was it was crazy, man. I walked by the where to where the bathroom was. And this one casket that was laying on this horse drawn wagon, the big howitzer cannons, whatever, is now sitting in the cemetery by itself waiting to be lowered into the ground. Mm, wow. So when I see people that now at this point in my life, when I see people use while they still have breath in their body they choose to be an asshole. You know what I mean? I, they choose to be a bad person. <laughs> so, hey, I got to So, hey, Trev, you want to explain your theory about the hinge joint real quick with the prompts and the... Um... <laughs> <laughs> so, real, real, real quick, I'll do it because I know we pressed for time. So, Trevor, so uh, me and Trevor <laughs> have been on Hinge, right? Here and there. So, Hinge is a dating app 
that allows you, yo, Trevor's fucking brilliant for this. I didn't even think about this. <laughs> I, the only the only issue I have with this this abstraction that he thought of is I didn't think of it first. So <laughs> Hinge is like it's one of them dating apps where you can pick your prompts, right? You can pick what you want to say. So the, uh, essentially, the app gives you three chances to show the best personality that you have, <laughs> right? <laughs> it, it gives you three chances, not one. Not two, yeah. Three big ass <laughs> chances to show the world, hey, this is what type of person I am. This is type of person, and there are people on there who still choose <laughs> to be complete dickheads. Like, <laughs> I'm not gonna talk about what they say, whatever, because oh, I've talked to women who've been on there. They told me like what guys say. That's why I said people. Like, oh, you know, this, this isn't conducive to women or men. It's just people, right? You people. know. Whatever, yes. like I, my one of my friends, they're gay and they're on there. They, they obviously, you know, they deal with the same sex people. Uh, like you know what I mean? They see the people, same thing. Yeah, yeah. So, like, he seems like, yo, how is it that the world is giving you three, <laughs> three chance, three chances to show oh how good God. of a human being you can? I don't want to hear that shit about all oh, well, this. Who I am? I'm real. You're proud to be a dick. Yeah, you're not getting told that enough. It ain't no, no you're, you're not. Your truth, you're not. That, like you're a bad person. <laughs> no, you <laughs> suck. You <Yeah>. suck. <laughs> you suck. And you and you have the option. Look, man, there are a lot of things me, you, and Trevor can agree that life that life will throw towards us that you can't control. You know, Trevor. I know he had his fat ass job in New York. COVID happened. He had to move mm -hmm. back home to the crib. Yeah, yeah, sucks. You know what I mean. <laughs> I damn near cut my finger off. I'm out of work for six months. Jeez. You know what I mean? You had your thing with the sleep apnea in college, whatever. But mm. all three of us bounced back. Got to. But only, yeah. There are certain things in life you can choose to do. Yeah. Right. And one, creating your own happiness is one of them. So when I see somebody who's a complete asshole. And they yeah. and they know it and they oh, this is just how I am. Hey, dog, I don't think there's an insurance policy big enough to cover the amount of therapy that your ass needs. Like, yeah. <laughs> you yeah. know what I mean? You can ask Trev when I, when I was even at my rock bottom place. Trev, when I was in that time in my life, Trev probably came to my parents' crib to kick it with me maybe like on average four out of seven days a week. Like we was locked in almost every day we was kicking it. And he can tell you even me being at my rock bottom point, I was still happy. Yeah. And that's why I tell people like you, you got to find a way to be happy, even when things are not good, because if you win the lotto tomorrow, you know, you can buy a, a Lamborghini and a big house. Once you get used to that, if you're not happy, you're going to be even more miserable. You'll be like, then what is going to make me happy? You right. know what I mean? So. Right. Right. I was. um. No, you're right, man. I say it before I say it again is that peace, in my opinion, that I've learned is peace is not the absence of trouble, but the awareness of God's presence. Exactly. You know what I mean? Exactly. You're, st you're still going to have issues, man. Like we all three of us got shit we got we got to worry about. But yeah. it's just like, bro, like, you know, it's I, I just see people out at the end of the day. It's like, damn, bro, that's what's going to matter. It's how with lasting footprint you left in life. Exactly. When you, you know, how you treated people while you were here. Mm -hmm. and that I mean? that kind of leads to like a nice way for me to kind of like wrap up my full journey. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Because. That's why, you know, uh, like I said, again, you can ask Trev. I am not like the look at me type, like everything got to be about me. 
that that ain't never what it is with me. But like when I post stuff, like both of y'all mentioned my car, like the Porsche, I don't bring that up. You know what I'm saying? Like shit, I do. Fuck it. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's a nice ride. I bring it up, I talk about it, I'm like, like, even no. that, <laughs> even that when I when I when I post it, you know, on, on Instagram or Facebook, or whatever. It's more so like it's cool. People tell me like, "Oh, congratulations, nice car, blah blah blah." It's fire. Like it, that's cool, but mainly I want the people that know me. You know what I'm saying? Like this ain't some influencer celebrity that you don't get close to that's doing this. Like you know me. Like Trey was there when I was making thirty grand and couldn't afford to do nothing. You know what I'm saying? Living in my parents' house, like. I bought a crib now, like nice car, whatever. I want people to know that that is possible. And I'm right. I'm fully always making myself aware. I mean, not aware, but available for people. Like, oh, you want to get a new car? Boom, let me show you. Just tell me what you want. Because I, I can tell you from what I know, I'm going to help you get something more fire for probably less money than what you even was thinking about. Right. Oh, you ready to get a house? I know how to do that now. I've done it. Like, I will help you. Like, I will help you do it. You know, so it's and everything is never about me. Like I'm always down to pay it forward. You know, so that's 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 my whole thing. <laughs> hey man, that that's what's up, dog. And to piggyback off that, dog, it's like it's it's a it's a it's in the same ballpark. Mm-hmm. Is that like you know you got the Porsche and that's that's the all, all jokes aside though. I don't know any thirty year old <laughs> driving a Porsche. Oh, I told you the only person I know that drives a Porsche is my mentor. Right. And, and obviously if he's my mentor he's older you know what i'm saying which he's gonna right, right, you know, right. me and trevor know him you know he's the one that got me the job at the radio you okay. know so you know that's it, that's, that's, that's big that's you know the fact that you can you know you can do that man and it's like you know it's like you do it not to you know i ain't trying to show off ain't trying to be no influencer and it's kind of like on the back end on my end it's like you know people like man you always you know you you, you post a lot of before and after pics well when you've been deprived of something for so long, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? And like, in my, in my experience, you, you losing a weight, you know what it means. You know, Travis had the fortunate experience of never being a fat boy. Yeah. He ain't never been fat for real. Yeah. <laughs> he, he, he probably think that he got a little gut sometimes. Yeah. Like, and then, yeah, uh, yeah. Yeah. You don't know what it's like to be. Fat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You don't know what it's yeah. like. <laughs> Trevor going to die like this. You don't know what it's like to reach the top of the steps and go, Whew, thank you, Jesus. <laughs> you know, yeah, you know what I'm saying? So it's like, you know, I only have a very small group of pictures that I can compare my progress mm-hmm. to because I never right. took them. Yeah, that's, you know what that's I mean? part of it. Like, you know, I was always take a, pictures. Yeah, man, I was always a... Yeah, oh, yeah, like, self-conscious, and I still kind of am. Like, you know, the joints be like, you know, sometimes you can't see what people can see. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And it's like, you know, people, like you said, people be sizing your whip, your house, whatever. It's mm-hmm. like sizing the weight loss, but it's like, I'm not doing it. I'm not posting it. Yeah, look at me. It's more so like, hey, man, look, if I can do it, you can do it. Right. Just if you want to. To now, an extent, I'm, you know, you know, showing you like, yeah, I'm in my bag a little bit. Oh, yeah, no. Hey, hey, what you ever say earlier? <laughs> nah, talk right. your shit. Like, nah, yeah. all them, fa- all, man, look, I was, in a, <laughs> I was in a, I was in an environment yesterday. I'm not going to say who I was with, <laughs> group of people I was with, where I was at, but I was in an environment yesterday with a group of people that before I would dreaded to be around because those were the main people that would always tease me about my weight. Right. right? 
Where yesterday I'm with these people. Yo, bro, when we hitting the gym. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Man, yeah, nah. Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, you know. And again, me being who I am, and in the back of my head, I'm like, look at this. But who I really am, I bet, man, when you free. Yeah, exactly. And you know what I'm difference. saying? Like, that's I'm not, I'm not gonna sit there. That is the you, difference. That's the difference. You know, I'm gonna reach back. I'm gonna, I'm gonna help you, even though you, you was, you know, going in on me. You know what I'm saying? I'm hey, gonna, now I'm I will say this. You up. Yep. I, I will say this. Hey, man, you know we can go. Let me know. But I guarantee you, it's going to be my mission to make you throw up on that first time. <laughs> that's gonna be my. That's that. That's just the first time. <laughs> Everything else after that. You know what I mean? It's, it's, and, I, and I've done that several <laughs> times. Like, you know what I mean? Like, oh, man, let's go to the gym. All right, bet. I'm going to get this motherfucker right the here. The day, you still human. <laughs> yeah, man. You know, he in the park. <sighs> you all right, big dog? <laughs> like, you know. So, nah, man, but all jokes aside, bro, it's, 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 yeah, like, you know, it's, it's not to show off, you know. You do have people that do shit to show off. and not Exactly. Whatever. But. You know, it's more of just like a testament to, hey, I can do this. It, and uh, the reason exactly. why I say if you want to, if you want to, you have yeah. your success. Trevor has his. I have mine. Mm-hmm. But we're only going to help if somebody like goes, hey, man, you know, hey, man, I'm trying to get where you at. How I get there instead of all oh, what you need to do. Hold on, bro. I will tell you that the single reason why I am where I am today is because I don't have a problem saying, all right. You seem to got this figured out. Help me out with it. Right. You know what I'm saying? I don't, it, it's never, why would I be prideful to not seek exactly. out your advice when you exactly. already figured out what I'm trying to do? Like that, it, yeah. it, it, it just don't really, you know, that don't make sense to me. Like if, if you got what I want, why not ask you? Especially if you're my man, you should be happy to. to yeah, to man. Know? You know, you got to clap for each other's success, dog. Like, yeah. You know, and when I see people, you know, and when you start talking about like black folks, that's something that sometimes we sometimes some of us can be bad with is, you know, I've talked about this before is the fact that like, you know, all three of us got our own levels of success. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But all three of us are still trying to get to a certain point. Exactly. You know what I mean? Exactly. But it's like, you know, we've made it thus far. But then there's always going to be somebody that goes, oh, I, I know for a fact when you bought your car, when you bought that Porsche, there was oh, uh, he get that. You know what I mean? That, no. Oh, when I did what I did, Trevor did what he did. Oh, how he get? Because those people have set forth these boundaries in their head for you. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And they say, oh, Sal can never do that. Spence can never do that. Trevor can never do that. But when exactly. they do it, you know what I mean? Now they, oh, man, they, man, fuck right. man. And those people are always easy to and point out. It, like with can, women. Can he really afford that? Like, what are you yo, doing? yo, straight it, up. Do it matter? I don't care. Straight up, straight <laughs> up, bro. Like, you know, I, with women, yo, the number one call sign for me is when I see a joint that lose weight and another joint go, oh, she probably had surgery. N- uh, you are hating like Yo, I be seeing that. Like, I follow, of course, I follow a few fitness pages, right? And like I saw this one girl had a phenomenal weight loss, bro. You know, and I've been following her for a little while. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? And like she lost it all. You know, she lost it all on her own. Mm-hmm. You know, and you know the, the the ass thing is in. So you know, a lot of chicks be doing the lower body, and that's fine, yeah, man. Yeah. Whatever you want to do, you know. It's so, a you little. Know, she, had, she had a little. Uh, <laughs> she had a little. She had a little. She had some ripped fats back there. You know, what yeah. I mean? it's an inside joke between uh, me and Joe. We ain't gonna get into that, but you know, yeah, she she was all right. So there was some, uh, it was a bunch of comments. Women, oh man, I wonder who her doctor was, who her surgeon was. 
yo, bro, y'all hating like, yeah, you know what yeah, I mean? for sure. And that 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 leads me to one more good sure. story hey, I can man. tell you because I yeah. see we we get into the time, but yeah, this and this is this that's a perfect segue actually because this literally happened less than a week ago, maybe like okay. three four days ago, and I was like, I'm glad that I rarely care about what people got to say or think about me mm. because. I was, um, I was, it, it had something to do with my car, actually. I was, um, I was just on Instagram and, um, somebody had requested to follow me. And then, you know, when you go to your notifications, um, and I'm just like, look, I'm like, oh, wow. Like I posted my picture a while ago. So like, I haven't like gotten a like or comment in, in like quite some time. And I was like, wow, now that I think about it, I'm so glad that I bought this car because I like it because right. I'm like, you know, it's cool when you're getting the likes and comments and stuff, but you know, at this point, I I got the car back in like summer of last year. Nobody's still liking that picture. You know what I'm saying? If I right, did it for right, like right, the gratification, right. I'd be I'd be in a dark place. And I'm like, dang, I got, this, <laughs> got this car for people to like it, and they're not even liking the picture no more. Like, yeah. When, I, you know, when people tell me at the red light, oh, nice car, I'm like, oh, yeah, oh, th- well, thank you. You know, yeah. I, I'm glad that other people do like it, but I'm glad that I got it for me. Like, basically saying, like, that's my whole point. People got to find what makes them happy and do that. Aim to get to that, you know, put in some work, but don't don't really be worried about what everybody got to say. You're like, if somebody's trying to give you some good advice, be worried about that. <laughs> but, yeah. You know, yeah, 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 yeah. Like I said, I don't like unsolicited advice, but when exactly. it's good advice, I'll be like, Aye. exactly, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Man. It's like never ever should somebody be doing something with the worry about what what other people are gonna think, good, bad, or indifferent. Like, yeah, man, you know, yeah, yeah, definitely. Nah, man, that's uh, that's definitely true words spoken, man. Um. That's another thing like me and Trevor talk like social media and just to end on this. Um, it's crazy. And I, I forgot who I which person I talked to about this um, on here. I think it was uh, Arnika. I think that was like episode four ish. And, uh, you know, me and her talked about, you know, social media and how um, cause she had an amazing she had she has an amazing weight loss story. OK. And, you know, we talked about how like this how potentially deathly social media can be oh my god you know what i mean to people's like so you know and it's just it's one of the man-made things man you know and it's just like you said like get to a point in life where you do things for you and Mm -hmm. you don't care um recently i read about um a a couple who had got married and they paid like five hundred dollars for their entire wedding you know, I saw that. I did saw see that. that. <laughs> and it's funny how 99% of the people who are critiquing them did not have a ring. Exactly. You know, probably been divorced. I'm a big fan. Of, I'm a be- You said what? I said some of them probably been divorced. <laughs> yeah, right. You know what I mean? Mind the business that my father used to say, mind your business. You live a lot longer that way. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you, know, you live because you ain't worried about what everybody else got going yeah, on. Yeah, you know what I mean. Exactly. So yeah, again, it's just that thing of like people that all bore that other saying: those that can't do, try to teach. You know what I mean? And yeah, man. So now, nah, so I appreciate you having you on. Great time. It. it was a great time for sure. Yeah, for definitely, sure. man. Uh, hey, any last words 
Just so the next episode is a roast of Trevor, right? That's what. <laughs> yeah. Oh, sure, man. Go for it. But I'll start writing some material. <laughs> <laughs> I want everybody to know that these two guys are great because of me. Because they have me in their lives. <laughs> that's so, the common you know, denominator. <laughs> that's exactly. So if you don't get anything else out of this episode, just know it's all because of me. You guys are welcome. <laughs> you might be on to something. Who knows? I don't know. <laughs> well, I'll tell you what. If I ever make it big, you ain't getting shit. Wow. <laughs> wow. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, oh man. man. But now, folks, thank you once again for tuning in on, on the Morally and Intellectually Ingenuous, Sometimes Disingenuous podcast, where we talk about morally and intellectually ingenuous, sometimes disingenuous things, such as people thinking that they have the capacity to diagnose alcoholic problems. I hate that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and Trevor, I hope your y- your young lady friend ain't gonna listen to this episode because I'm pretty sure you only met one person in life that tried to do that. So, like, if she listens, she need to know she's wrong. Yeah, so yo, <laughs> I told her. I, I told her. I said, "Hey, let's not you know start doing that shit where you jump to conclusions and start trying to judge people based off of you know a couple minutes of conversation." Yeah. So it's it's important to nip that in the bud early. You know what's important to nip in the bud early? That some people need to know they're assholes. <laughs> you know, but that 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 that's a that's a way of growing. You know what I'm saying? Full disclosure, you know, I am gonna use that set phrase because that perfectly sums up what I'd be trying to explain to people. A lot no, shut up. Some people just need <laughs> to know. Some people just need to know. All my favorites, one of my mother quote, you know, I got a bunch of quotes. My other favorite quote is uh uh, it's not really a quote. It's more of like a thought. It's just a statement. But like you hang around your fan club too much. You know what I mean? Mm. Everybody keeps praising you for what you're doing. And then somebody that don't know you nor don't need to be don't care what you think. Like the level that all three of us got to. You yeah. know what I mean? That's why like we can handle accountability and humility. Or, exactly. Or we have humility because of it. But some people need to know they're jackasses. We yeah. all three of us have been reminded. We have been told at one point. You know what I mean? It's like, God damn, you know, I was not being an asshole. So, yeah, if she listens, fuck it. (laughs) 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 Hey, hey, I just tell you what, if y'all ever get married at the wedding, fuck it. I mean, I'm going to be the best man. I'm like, you that goofy motherfucker I was over here talking about. <laughs> They'd be like, does anybody have any objections? I'd be like, I don't have no objections, but I would sure love a drink after this. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I got an objection. You suck. I would hope nobody needs to unpack that. Yeah, dog. <laughs> but get, get, who the fuck you, Erica Ba, don't like? Right, mother. right, right, right. <laughs> <laughs> like, okay, that's it. That's it. That's it. We done. Once again, folks, thank you for joining in on the morning. <laughs> it's actually a genuine sometimes disingenuous podcast now folks next week is going to be a special episode i'm gonna have a dear friend of mine tanisha on now she's going to speak about her story it's not gonna be as funny and all the shit we (laughs) talked about today she's going to talk about her story and her journey with endometriosis um now which is some very serious stuff and i'm learning that through her and she agreed to come on and talk about her story so i'm very excited for her to come out here and put an awareness out here for a condition that pretty much from what I recently understood takes out a lot of black women, you know, and it's, that's a problem. You know what I mean? That's that, that's an issue. We can joke around on here, but we can be serious. The three of us lift black women up to the highest degree. And, you know, so it's certain issues out here that I personally feel aren't discussed enough, you know, for the state and the health of black women, you know what I mean? 
So she's going to come on here and talk about that. So we won't be, uh, it's going to be a good episode. Now for the two of y'all, fuck y'all, I'm done. Oh. <laughs> <laughs>